0: This week's episode, I have a special guest, Kaylee. She's not only a member of Serve Store, but also conversions for clients. But here's the deal. Facebook ads were not her jam. So we're chatting all about what did it look like to pivot in your business? How did you do it? What was the mindset around it? And what did you learn along the way? I'm super excited to share her story with you. So let's jump on in. Serve Scale Soar family, I am super excited to have on the podcast today, Kaylee. She has been one of our students in Serve Scale Soar and in conversions for clients. And she has had her highest month last month as we're recording this. And so I'm excited for her to share her story, which I don't want to give any spoilers, but she made some big pivots in her business in 2020. And I know that her story is really going to resonate with a lot of y'all. So Kaylee, tell my audience who you are as a person and about your business.
1: I am a mom of two girls. They are eight and three. Their names are Emily and Lily. We live in Louisville, Kentucky. We moved here a couple years ago for my husband's job. He's a software engineer. We like to go camping and hiking and get outside as much as possible we like to go on vacations. We're kind of like you in that way we like to vacation as much as possible. So working online's been really good for me. Professionally, I own a boutique podcast agency and by boutique, I mean it's me and one of my best friends and we just kind of do our thing and run people's podcasts. We manage everything from editing, posting, getting the hosting set up and also the promotion of the podcast.
0: Oh, I love that. And I think it's really cool. This whole boutique agency concept where it can just be you and one other person. And yes, that's 100% an agency. And it doesn't have to be like a full blown 30 people deep type of agency. And I love that that's what you're doing. And I love that's what you call yourself. So that's super fun. I did not know you like camping and all of that. It's so funny because yesterday we just got back from Disney and our home resort is the Wilderness Lodge. And every time we're there, I always tell my husband, this is roughing it for us because I grew up camping and I want no part of it. So like staying at the Wilderness Lodge is our camping. So that's so fun. I love that y'all love to vacation. So tell me, how long have you had your business and how did you get started in the service space side or the online space?
1: So I've had my business since September 17th of 2019. I remember that because it was my daughter's birthday, my oldest, and I got home from work on her birthday. I had worked like 11 or 12 hours that day, and sat down and was scrolling through Facebook after I put the kids to bed, and saw a Facebook ad for a VA training. And kind of the rest is history. I was like, I need to do something so that on my daughter's birthday, I'm not driving an hour in traffic and working past dinner, I need to do something. And it was kind of like all the stars aligned. It was just great timing.
0: Ah, I love this. And people like to complain and give Facebook ads such a hard time. But like when we have targeting, like they show up where they're supposed to show up, which is incredible because that's how like lives are changed. I don't know how many times people say like, oh my gosh, I found you because of an ad And it's like, they would have never known where to look without that ad. So there's so much power in advertising.
1: Okay. So what were you doing before the online space? So I was an assistant director at a childcare center, which is what I had done basically since I graduated high school. Okay, great. And then when you saw this ad in the training, did you even know what a virtual assistant was? I had no idea.
0: No, (laughs) So, okay. So tell me about that. You signed up for this program and then what did your business look like from there?
1: So I started off doing general admin stuff for people who were also in the early childhood childcare space, directors, early childhood coaches. And then from there, once I started working with coaches, I kind of fell in love with like the coaches and course creator space. And it just grew from there. And what were you doing for these people when you first got started? a lot of like email marketing, blogs, some podcast management, just everything. (laughs) So hashtag all the things. right? (laughs) Totally been there. Okay. So
0: then tell me how did you transition from doing all the things to what you do now?
1: Yeah. So once I signed up for your training, I realized that the riches are in the niches and I kind of reassessed my business and looked at it as, you know, what was bringing me joy? Who did I like working with? And what was going to be the best path moving forward?
0: Once you jumped into Serve Scale soar, then
1: what direction did you start to go in? I initially just niched down into doing email marketing type stuff and kind of realized that wasn't for me. And then I saw you having so much success with Facebook ads and everybody else, you know, in the online space having success with that. So then I took conversions for clients. Awesome. And so when, you know, you jumped into conversions for clients, were you like,
0: I am going to be a Facebook ad manager? Like this is my thing. Or were you like, I'm going to try this out. I don't know anything about Facebook ads. What was kind of like your mindset going into conversions for clients?
1: Yeah. So I was like 5,000% sure that I was going to be a Facebook ads manager. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to make it happen. And then I got into it and I was like, Oh, maybe this isn't for me.
0: (laughs) So when you had that realization and what caused that, like, this is always the question, like, what if I don't know if I'm going to like being a Facebook ad manager? So for you, what was kind of the thing that was like, Oh, this is not what I want to do.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that I had to take the course and try it to figure out that I wasn't going to like doing it long term. And it was mostly my happiness factor. You know, you always say track your happiness and my happiness factor was just not there. I was just stressed out a lot over clients accounts and constantly checking them and worried about, you know, spending other people's money. And I just realized that it wasn't a good fit for me and my mindset around my business and my personality.
0: Okay. I love the awareness that you had around that. So I think that's so powerful. So then you've taken this course. Did you actually take on any clients?
1: Yeah, I had several clients and then I got up to like almost $5,000 a month in income running Facebook ads, but I was working a lot of hours. I think just because I was so stressed about being successful that I was self-sabotaging myself.
0: Awesome. And and not awesome, but (laughs) I'm glad you were able to realize that because that's one of the factors that has to happen. You have to be able to realize that, or you just go straight to burnout. So then once you realize like you're tracking your happiness and you're like, this is not for me, what was going through your mind and what were your next steps?
1: Yeah. So I definitely was kind of like kicking myself because I was like, you bought this course, you paid for it. You were committed to making this happen, don't be a quitter and don't give up. And I kind of like had a moment where me and my husband talked about it, and he's like, you've more than made your money back from the course, you know taking on these clients. You had the experience of trying it and realizing that it's not for you. And also you've learned all these other skills that apply to every aspect of business and that you can carry on into something else. And so that's when I kind of decided that it was time to pivot and make a change and do something else.
0: I love this because so many people go into courses I see and they're like, oh, I decided I don't want to do that service or this wasn't the right course for me. Instead of looking at, did I make my money back? Because whenever I take any program, that's the only thing I'm looking at is like, what can I get out of this that makes the money back? And that's all I care about. Like I just purchased an email marketing course. I just wanted the whole thing just for the tagging system, like to know how to properly tag our email list. And as long as we did that, I knew that our conversions would go up and I'd make my money back. That's the only thing I was looking for. So I love this mindset that you had. Like I made my money back from the course. It served its purpose. Now, not only do I have like this skill that you could always use as a backup, but also you learned copywriting, graphics, like all these other marketing tactics, things like that. So then when you decided like, hey, I'm not gonna be a Facebook ad manager, what was your next steps?
1: I kind of took a look back at what I had done in the past and what I really enjoyed. And I knew I didn't want to do funnels or social media marketing. And I had done podcast management for one client before. And I was like, well, I kind of liked that. And it seems like you can work ahead a lot and you can kind of plan things more. And it's more black and white. Like it's more of a checklist like there's strategy involved, but like, especially when you're first starting out, it's basically, you know, you edit the podcast, you upload it and that's it. And so getting started, there was like a lower barrier to entry, I felt like. So then I reached out to Stephanie and was like, Hey, do you actually really love podcast management? And she was like, yeah, I really do. (laughs) And then that kind of spurred me on the decision to start doing podcast management.
0: I love that. I remember you posting in or like, I just got my first client with my new niche and it was such an exciting time. So where has your business come from? Hey, I'm not going to do Facebook ads anymore to I'm going to be a podcast manager. Did you phase out all the Facebook ad clients? Did you replace them? How did that work for you?
1: Yeah. So I was working with an agency that I was doing Facebook ads for and they were really draining the life out of me. So I stopped working with them almost immediately when I decided to switch. And that gave me a lot of time back to try to pivot and grow the podcast side of my business. And then I kept two Facebook ads clients while I grew things. And then we just kind of naturally transitioned out at the end of their contracts.
0: So now that you're doing podcast management, and I know you had your biggest month last month, tell me what is your monthly income now?
1: So last month was my biggest month and I made $7,555. And this month so far, I've made about $6,000 and I still have a couple of people asking about VIP days. So I'm projecting that it's going to be more than last month.
0: Ah, that's so exciting. And y'all, as we're recording this, it's February of 2021 and we are only 10 days in. So I definitely think that you'll surpass that. So what do you think has been the biggest challenge in your business with this transition
1: from Facebook to podcast? I definitely think it was mindset. I really had to switch my mindset from kind of like a feast or famine way of thinking where I was, you know, you have to get all these clients and you have to make all this income and you're not successful unless you're making $5,000 months. And as soon as I switched my mindset to just build your business, be happy. Like you're making enough money for your family to make it. Then all the clients started to come in on their own. It's almost like when you let go of the pressure, things just start to happen for you.
0: Absolutely. Cause people can feel that. Like when you get on discovery calls, they can feel that energy. And so releasing that, that's so powerful. That's awesome. Kaylee. Okay. So tell me, what do you think has
1: been the biggest win in your business? I think the biggest win has been, well, first of all, I started my business right before COVID happened. So not having to work in the early childhood space during COVID has been like a godsend because I don't know how they're out there doing it. But other than that, I would say the freedom of being able to be at home with my family and go on trips whenever we want and take Fridays off and take a half day if my kids are grouchy and just need some mom time, just the flexibility that I have in my life now.
0: that's so much power in that. I love that. Yesterday, Riley was not having it. And I was like, I'm just not working. Like we're just going to snuggle together. And I would definitely say that that's success, Kaylee, and you're creating that for your family. I love that so much. So what do you think is the next steps for your business?
1: I have a plan for this year. So I am going to build the agency side of my business so that it can basically run without me being involved in the day-to-day processes of it, where we can have systems in place and have a team in place to where I'm overseeing the general strategy. But then I'm able to do more than be in the business and working on the deliverables. And then I want to move into doing a course next year.
0: Ah, oh, I love that plan. I love that planet. And what are some of your favorite systems that you have implemented in your business?
1: I love Asana. It's my favorite. I know you're a ClickUp junkie, <laughs> but Asana has been a godsend for me as far as tracking what's due for my clients and planning out which team members are in charge of which items and the due dates and everything for that. I used to use Asana. I want to say way back in the day, but I've only had my business for two and a half
0: years. So it wasn't way back in the day. But when I first started, I tried Trello, hated it, got into a sauna, loved it. And then met ClickUp and my whole world was changed. So I don't care what anyone uses as long as you're using something and that's what's powerful. So Kaylee, this has been so good. I do have a few rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite part of your business?
1: my team, which, you know, is just my bestie. So that's pretty, you know, it's fun to get to work with your best friend and my clients. So is she a mom too? Yeah. So she, we actually met when we moved to Louisville, Louisville, however you want to say it. Um, And our daughters went to school together and she also worked in childcare and then we became best friends. And so our kids are best friends. We're best friends. And now we work together.
0: I love it. I love it. So what is the best piece of business advice you've ever
1: received? Probably take messy and
0: perfect action. I love that.
1: Good advice. And what does success mean to you? Freedom, flexibility, being able to enjoy your family and live life on your own terms. That's beautiful. And what
0: choices have your business opened up for you?
1: The ability to keep my kids home during COVID and not have to send them to childcare and the option to take time off with them and go on vacations when we want, just all of the choices. (laughs) Ah, I love this, Kaylee. So this has been so
0: great. I know that this is going to give other service providers hope in pivoting their services and following their happiness level. And just knowing that like you don't have to chase the revenue, just know what you're working towards and it will just flow to
1: you. So this has been so powerful. How can my audience connect with you more? I'm on Facebook mostly. That's why I do most of my marketing. And our Facebook page is All Things Podcasting. Love it. Thank you so much, Kaylee, for coming on the show. Thanks.
0: Oh my goodness. Serve Scale sort. How good was Kaylee? She shared with us how she pivoted from one service to another to another and really tracked her happiness level. Define what service she was going to provide. One of the biggest lessons we can learn from this episode is always follow your happiness level. The greatest thing about our business is we don't have to settle for providing a service that we don't love. We have the option to change our mind and pivot at any time. And so, listen to this podcast episode whenever you need inspiration on trying out a new service, seeing how it goes. And don't be afraid not to invest in a course or a program because you don't know if it's going to work out. Just make your money back and then move on if it doesn't. That's how I've always looked at course creation and buying courses. And I would encourage you to do the same. This has been such an amazing episode. Please let Kaylee know what your biggest takeaways were and how this episode impacted you. And y'all, if you are ready to meet more people like Kaylee inside of our program, Surf Scale Store, head to surfscalesore.com forward slash 10k to check out our training, how to scale to consistent $10,000 months without a team. This is where you can meet Kaylee and other people just like her inside of our program, but it all starts with checking out my free training. So go to servescalesore.com forward slash 10K to learn more. And until next week, y'all go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the six figure year you deserve.